Hello there and you're very welcome along to our abbreviated a podcast talking all things news, random topics and movies. I hope you're all keeping very well. So, um, episode 20, here we are. Uh, I know that might not be a big milestone, but I think you got to celebrate the small stuff in the current climate. Sure, um, yeah, hopefully we have a good time and hopefully we laugh along the way here. Um, and to kick things off, I got a bit of news to talk about. Now, I know I am wildly inconsistent with this segment. I only do it this um, if I see something interesting or um, or at least something catches my eye. But hey, I think it keeps things interesting week to week. Am I going to do news next week? God knows. And um, I, um, I've already started a document taking note of all interesting things happening in 2021. So uh, what the fluff was 2021 will hopefully be on the cards come the end of the year. Uh, now, the news I have for you uh, this week, to put it briefly, surrounds an Irish priest and crystal meth. Now, um, during the live stream, some people did uh, refer to him as a bit of a badass, which I suppose you probably could, but maybe he's not walking in the <laughs> walking in the light exactly with his actions here. So, um, for the context of uh, this story, it takes place back in 2019, with a priest by the name of Michael O'Leary. Uh, so, to set the scene, it was St. Patrick's Day, and he was in New York, when he was found in possession of over half an ounce of um, crystal meth. And they also, from finding this crystal meth on him, they searched his car where they found more crystal meth and um, as well as kind of the tools or apparatus that would be used to um, take the stuff. So um, he was only recently charged with um, the action, so that's why I'm bringing it up now. So... um. He was going to be charged with an attempted uh, drug dealing charge, but was since taken down to a lesser charge of criminal possession of a controlled substance, which puts it as a misdemeanor under New York state law. So um, I'm not too sure what that means, but hopefully all you law students out there can make sense of that. Now, uh, you may think that being found in possession of drugs, you would end up facing a pretty hefty fine or serve some uh, kind of sentence, but... I think it's, I don't know if it's down to um, New York's justice system or could it be down to immaculate intervention. So who knows for certain, but um, Mr. O'Leary has been given a conditional discharge for one year and released on his own recognizance. I think that's how you pronounce it. So um, the story is he will be avoiding serving any jail time with the chance of not having a criminal conviction if he stays out of trouble for the year. So... He best keep his nose clean. Um, I don't. I didn't even know crystal meth was real. Like I thought it was a drug that they just made up in Breaking Bad because like it had a catchy name, and um, they made it kind of. It looked cool, like kind of blue tint. But um, yeah, I was actually shocked to find out that crystal meth is a real thing. And like um, to use a scientific name for it, it was like methamphetamine or something. I think. But um, yeah, is it, is it common knowledge that crystal meth is a drug? Like I wasn't too sure. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put up a poll on my Instagram to uh, be sure to see if I'm the only one here. Maybe I'm a bit more sheltered <laughs> on drugs than other people, but yeah, um, I didn't know crystal meth was a real thing. Now, um, for the main point of this episode, I would like to um, talk to you about an experiment that happened back in 1968 with a uh, middle school teacher when she tried to do this experiment with um, her students and teach them about discrimination and racism. So um, 
I came across this uh, this uh, experiment when I was doing the research into um, the eyes topic because um, the uh, experiment is called brown eyes, blue eyes. So I thought that could have been linked to something, but um, something completely different. But I'm so glad I did stumble across it because it is really interesting and it could be current to be an experiment that still could be used nowadays. So yeah, um, now to get into it, um, the name of the middle school teacher was um, Jane Elliott and um, she wanted to teach her a uh, I don't. They were. I think they were like third grade or something. But their the students were like eight to nine year olds, and um, they were a bunch of white. They were all. They're all white kids. So uh, the day after Martin Luther King got shot, like she felt absolutely destroyed by this because um she was really in support and what he was trying to achieve, but um after him being shot, she kind of thought, how could she help her students kind of understand the gravity of what was actually going on in the U.S. and how. Unfortunately, not everyone is being treated fairly. Still going on today, but I'd like to think uh, um, leaps have been made in that kind of in that in that ground. But um, yeah. Uh, so to start uh, with um, how she carried the experiment is was that she um separated. No, she, well, before that, um, she asked uh, the kids like, are they aware of any groups of people that aren't treated fairly in the U.S. and um. It's amazing because even before she has that sentence said, the kids are like bursting out with answers. Like, um, they said terms uh, that would be acceptable back in 1968, which I'm not going to repeat here. So, um, like they pointed out, like like Native Americans, they're not treated as fairly as everyone else and um, black people as well. So um, I think the fact that these like eight to nine year old kids are completely aware that not everyone is treated treated equally is amazing because um in that I don't think they kind of feel like know the gravity of what they're saying like, like this is a bad thing but um that with kids they don't really understand uh, the gravity of what they're saying so it's good they're being very honest with you so uh, yeah it was incredible they they knew exactly what she was going to talk about and discrimination out there so uh to start the experiment um she separated the kids based on their eye color so one with blue eyes in one group and then one with brown eyes. So, um, first day she said, all the kids with blue eyes, they're actually smarter. And um, she then started to give them like a privileges such as they could use the drinking fountain to get their water. Whereas people with brown eyes would have to get paper cups to get their water. Um, at uh, lunchtime, the brown eyes and the blue eyes kids weren't allowed to mix. They all just stay apart. And... Um, I think they weren't, like the Burnout kids weren't allowed to go on some of the swings or stuff like that as well. And um, also with the kids with brown eyes, to make them stick out from people with um, blue eyes, they had to wear these kind of like navy collars around their necks. So as well, like not uncomfortable, but but it was just something that she did to make them stick out. And funny enough, uh, just by lunchtime on that first day, she then... Um, uh, has like had a wee problem with one of the kids actually started fighting with another one because he started calling another one names and just wasn't like names all he was calling was brown eyes so already the kids were starting to take offense and being called brown eyes even though the day before that probably would have meant nothing but now since the teacher was like referring to it as something as weaker or lesser that the kid was taking offense so that's so he obviously used to do it for himself and punch the kid but um yeah it was crazy just in a couple of hours how it was able to turn around so yeah um that was day one of the experiment. 
So um, by the second day, um, excuse me, um, Jane Elliot decided to flip the switch and um, reverse everything. So now she said, guys, I was wrong yesterday. It's actually brown eye people are smarter. And you could see the revelation in the kids with brown eyes. Like they're so happy that like, yes, it's us today. And like they dread all the blue eyes kids because they now knew what they were going to be put through, everything that they said to the other kids. And they then like get to put the call the collars on the other people. And um, it's funny because when she does point out that they're switching the rules, that um, one of the kids with blue eyes, he actually forgot his glasses to, to, he actually forgot to bring his glasses to school that day. And she points out to him like, well, look, this kid here has brown eyes and look, she did not forget her, her glasses, whereas you have blue eyes and you forgot your glasses. So obviously, what does that mean? And then the kids like all shout out and join and it's like, yeah, it's because he's blue eyes, so he's not that smart, which... I felt it was a bit unnecessary because, like, he's just a kid. Like, um, he's going to have trouble seeing for the whole day. And now you got to put that on him as well as you're pointing him out in front of the whole class and calling him, like, stupid. So, yeah, um, men mentally challenged, I should say. But, um, yeah, um, that's just kind of how it went. And the uh, same as that, to give other privileges to the kids with brown eyes. Like, at lunchtime, they could go up for seconds, whereas the blue-eyed kids weren't. And um, at break, she let the brown-eyed kids go out first and then um blow out kids so then like just lesser um put them on like against one another like at there so um uh one of the most interesting things uh, i felt that she did was at the end of not the end of each day but during the day she did this card game with them now i don't know what card game she did play with them like it could be um it could be snap for all we know but uh she um I tested each of them and uh, recorded the time for it. And funny enough, uh, whatever day she said, like, oh, you're the smart ones today, they performed better. So, like, she then asked him, like, why why is it taking you longer to do this than you did yesterday? Like, this is the exact same thing. So, like, the kids felt that, like, from you telling us we're not as good as other people, we were being put down and we didn't actually believe in ourselves and we kind of felt that in ourselves and also um, wearing this collar thing around our neck was pretty distracting so yeah um it's incredible just how that uh, kind of effect on them because i think there's like, like a, nearly one or two minutes difference in just a simple game of cards but um by the end of the experiment when they were allowed to take off the collars they all became friends again and she then kind of told them like guys this is kind of to raise awareness about how like discrimination and how um some people they actually can't never like in a sense can never take off that collar they are simply treated differently from the rest of you, as like the black people were, just completely unfair how they were treated, and still are today in many cases. So um, that's incredible because these kids, like from that one simple lesson, that probably will have a, like a huge effect on them, and um, probably will go with them a lot of their lives. And um, unfortunately now for after she did this experiment, there were a lot of repercussions for Jane Elliot. Um, it was 1968 America, after all, and not everyone is accepting or tolerant of things as they are now. So um, with that, um, uh, a lot of her friend, Jane Elliot's friends stopped talking to her. They like turned their back on her. Um, a lot of her colleagues at work didn't want to be seen chatting to her. And um, uh, her, her, actually, uh, her like kids as well, she had, um, they were starting to get bullied by other kids in school their teachers and even other parents. Uh, like, in fact, like I said, they actually got spat on as well. And um, in hindsight, she in an interview, she did say, like, 
I actually regret doing it because from my pain it caused. Because even her parents, like they own a hotel and this other business, it actually ended up going under. All just from being associated with Jane Elliott and her experiment. Because just how she was kind of seen as a supporter to Martin Luther King. So yeah, um, I'd like to think we've come a long way since that. But uh, yeah, uh, it's kind of sad like that though. Because she did, um, obviously just trying to do a good thing. But as many things, it doesn't always work out that way. Um, but uh, another thing uh, that did happen was uh, in 1992, she went on the um, Oprah Winfrey show. And um, it's funny like that because they did the same, same experiment to extent. They put the blue-eyed people against the brown-eyed people. But um, they didn't tell the audience that they were taking part in the uh, experiment. So they were completely unaware of like, what was happening, why it was happening. And it's hilarious because it's these adults and just the frustration and the way they're acting out and getting angry. Oh, just like, you honestly think they'd grow up and like act of it. But um, how they did the experiment uh, was that they told that Jane Elliott was this middle school teacher that had realised over here years of teaching kids that brown-eyed people were smarter than people blue-eyed. And it's um, crazy because as like the, the interview goes, as the, like, the show goes on, like people with brown-eyed then start to stand up saying like, yeah, that is actually true because my friend who were blue-eyes, um, they always copy my work in college and I always had to help them out, so that's actually true. So just from them making this excuse to try and see how they filter through this experiment works, they actually started to go along with it. And even some of the people that started making up blue people about people jokes about people with blue eyes and like saying this stupid. So it's just funny how like gullible like people can be. But um, not everyone with blue eyes kind of uh, went along with the experiment. Like some people were calm about the whole thing, but just kind of confused about it. And then eventually, when um they did kind of reveal of what actually was going on, people did antagonize um Janelle a lot. They because she came across she may have came across as a bit arrogant. But she was all the time just trying to prove her point and what she was trying to say that some people, they can never take off that colour and they will be treated differently and unfairly for no apparent reason and just by the fact of the colour of their skin. So, um, yeah, um, uh, I will try to um, in the put in the description all the wee clips and stuff that I did look into if you do want to look into it. So it is all up there on the, on the internet and on YouTube. Just look um brown eyes, blue eyes experiment. So, uh, yeah, um, hopefully you may have learned a thing or two or that um, helped pass a bit of time for you. Uh, now, for the next segment, uh, for my recommendation I have for you this week, it's kind of along the same ground of what I talked about today. It's a, a two-part documentary series on all four called The School That Tried to End Racism. So, a two-part series, It's they're less than 50 minutes an episode and it takes place in a British school and it looks into the attitudes that um, we may have towards race without even knowing it. And it does this by um, using a class of 11 and 12 year olds. And it gets them to do these tests where they learn about things and how they perceive things. Like they go back on like what is actually your your, like, your cultural history. So like they get to see like like how slavery and like in a lot of old paintings it's, there's not, it's not very diverse. And things like that. And um, also the fact that you get to see that it that a cl- it's a class that takes place so you get to see different personalities and you kind of get to learn their story and you get to see their growth through the documentary so uh, that part to it is uh, it's very interesting uh, so um yeah um i know i really enjoyed it so uh yeah um hopefully you watch that there 
and to all those that aren't familiar with all four it is a completely free streaming service however there is ads but it's it's no worse than youtube so yeah as i definitely give it a go it is something i do hope to do a future episode on so yeah um i'll just like say a quick a uh, quick um, a few wee words on live stream uh cheers for everyone that coming along i did drop a few um nuggets of information that i'm not going to say here now so if you're if you ever hear see me do a live stream you do want to come along because i revealed a few wee things and plans that i hope to do in the future so uh yeah um that is it for this week uh, i hope you enjoyed that or it helped pass the last um Jeez, we're coming up on 17 minutes. But um, yeah, if there is something else you feel I should be talking about, you can send in any questions and suggestions on Instagram at Barry Abbreviated. Or if you want to send me an email, you can do that at barryabbreviated at gmail.com. I'd like to thank Rob for always putting these up. And for you for listening along at home. Um, next week, I might, might, I might try and do a film or something. I know it has been a while. And obviously with you people referring to random topics, I, w- I will try to focus on them more in the future. But um, I know Mean Girls is uh, coming to Netflix. I haven't seen Mean Girls in a good while. And I think that's, it's, it's, it's quite an iconic teen film. So it could be like watching it all over again. So I might do something like that there. So uh, yeah, um, I've been Barry. Uh, this has been Barry Abbreviated. Till next week, I hope you all uh, stay safe and have a good one.